Hey there, what's going on, pet people? Welcome to this week's Podcast Extra. This is Grant, the producer, and I'm excited to share with you some answers to one of the most common and I think one of the most important questions we get on the program. It's, how do I socialize my dog? It's not cut and dried, and so we called in some experts. Sarah Alguire from Click Positive Dog Training and our guest host for the week, Janice Milligan-Peters from Doggy Daycare and Spa. They're going to help out our host, Lee Cohen, with how to socialize his young Aussie. And we wanted to share this because we think there's something for every dog owner, or even if you're just thinking about getting a dog, you should check this out first. So we hope you enjoy. Yeah, this is a story of famous dog. But the dog that chases this tail will be busy. Because of that and because I know if you're willing to commit to to a 16-week course, I'm not going to have to be dragging you through the training process nearly as much as I have to Drag. Well, it's more, Sometimes it's I feel more, like a middle school teacher. Well, yeah. You will do your homework. Well, right. these <laughs> folks that I'm dealing with are, I mean, they're in their late 60s and she's uh-huh. handicapped. And uh-huh. I just, and it's so What kind of dog did they get? Uh, it is a Labradoodle. Oh, Lord. Well, at least it's like, why can't you just go out and get a Shih Tzu? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh, or, a, or a Cavapoo. I right. Mean, get some of those. Get something. Don't. Yeah. They want these labradoodles. Everyone wants a wants a labradoodle or golden doodle. And you might as well. I mean, you might as well have a big lab. You get a lab that's usually a great dog, but has a lot of drive. And then you get a poodle who's extremely intelligent and bouncy. So now you've got a dog with a lot of drive that jumps on you. Well, this dog <laughs> it, and, and mouse and mouse. Well, that's the golden doodle. Yeah. Well, this dog it was very funny to watch because they were out last weekend working on the front lawn with him for the first time, and I had asked him, "Have you been to a socialization class or anything like that?" And he was like, "No," and we haven't introduced him to any other dogs. His world is so small. I understand, and now they're trying to open that world up a little bit, and I'm. Trying trying to figure out, okay, what can I do in terms of helping them by not letting my dog out there when they're out there with their dog so that the distraction isn't there? Because the dogs do like barking to one another uh, back and forth across the street. Mm -hmm. My dog will bark with any dog willing to bark with them. Mm -hmm. And I'm really trying to control that because, as I've said to my wife, I don't care at 2 in the afternoon if the dog barks. But if it's still going on at 3 o'clock, then it's a problem. Yeah. Nobody wants to listen to it. And a lot of times barking like that, Lee, though, can be a sign of um, frustration. Yeah. Wanting to it's play. probably just try, you know, the just even them being able to meet appropriately and having a good experience yeah. may help that. A lot of times, people it's hard to do it on leash though because people hold the leashes back and they create tension right. down that leash. I mean, that's one of the reasons we have the one dog only rule in our reception areas because people are. You know, dogs can be idiots when they're on leash and they're 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 with their owners. You know, what I mean, they can get along fine in daycare, and then you put them. In the reception area with mom and mom or dad on a leash and the fight. Right. So you know because there's more we we like communicate down that leash. We put that tension on it. We like them to meet nose to nose because that's how we meet and they should meet head yeah. to tail. Interesting. So and, and you know and it should be nice and loose and relaxed. Yeah. And we over we overestimate how much our dogs really want to interact with each other. Right. If you watch the dogs at daycare, 
there's a few that are sort of off in the periphery playing with each other, mm-hmm. and they usually play pretty consistently with just those dogs. But a lot of the dogs are just kind of like, you Hanging know. Hanging out. Yeah. Hey. Right, you know, they, it's, walking past each other. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. One it, of the most important things is for them to learn to coexist together without yeah. having to be aroused and jumping yeah. on each other's heads. That's one of the best things the daycare provides, I think, dogs. is It teaches them they can be around other dogs without having to be on another yeah. dog. It's or one of the a, things or, I don't like about dog parks is because right. when I walk by dog parks, what I see is Dogs practicing a whole lot of social behavior that is over threshold and not appropriate and, you know, just really way more intense than what what's good for anybody. I right now live across the street from a dog park and I just have to. No, that's really interesting because the one thing that I noticed when I was at the park last weekend was that there were a lot of people who are expecting their dogs to just play with the other dogs. And, and they wanted to sniff around. They wanted to do other things. They wanted to be with their their humans. Yeah. And, and yeah. frankly, the humans were like, go, do your thing. Nope. And yeah. the dogs don't always go do their no. thing. Right. The fact that the dog can sit there and be next to their human at the dog park where there's other things is amazing. That's a, that's a really strong bond, and that's probably a pretty balanced dog. Um, to be honest. Because that's what my dog was doing. I, right. And I was very pleasantly amazed agree? that he would hang out with me when all of these other distractions mm-hmm. were there. Mm-hmm. And the other dogs were really trying to lure him in and he was really mm-hmm. hanging tight with me. Now, yeah. was he doing it, do you think, out of out – of, um Lack of confidence, like he wasn't sure, or do you think he was doing it because he just wasn't interested in being around the other dogs? I think, or he, was it? I think it's it's a little bit of that. I think okay. that he doesn't have the social nature that I've seen some other he doesn't care. have in the past that we have had. Mm-hmm. He what he wanted to do. I always take him on a walk the perimeter of the park, which is a good mile, uh-huh. and he he wanted to continue our walk. He wanted to. Smell. And explore, yeah. And some other dogs mm-hmm. kept running up to him and trying to check him mm-hmm. out and see what's going on while we were trying to have our walk. Now, and what does he do when when they do that? He checks them out too. Okay, and he then, smells them. And yeah, and then he goes on. continues on his way and does his thing. That's He's, good. Yeah, I, I thought so too. But it's just like I said, I'm trying to check myself. Because it's been a long time since I've had a dog this young. Uh, mm-hmm. It's It's been 15 years and I'm trying to figure out, am I doing this right or am I expecting the right things out of the yeah. dog when I take them to places like this? Because mm-hmm. usually it's my wife who's there with them and in this case it was me and – I don't know if we do everything the same way. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure that out as well. So, But it's it's fascinating. I will tell you, I agree with you about the other end of the leash is usually the problem, mm-hmm. uh, more so than the dog. I, I do yeah. think people need to know what to expect. So.